Good evening, and I'd like to welcome you all here for our Christmas Eve service. We are so glad to have you. Um, if you want to stand, we're going to sing a song to start with. nice to have you here. Has everybody been busy? Has anybody besides me been busy this this past week today, just running around, finishing shopping? Christmas time tends to just get so busy. But my favorite time of all is Christmas Eve, when I sit down in this chair and I read the story of Jesus. So tonight I want you to just sit back and relax. We're all snuggy, warm in here and comfortable and all the pretty flowers and lights. So just for a while, sit back and relax. We're going to read the story of Jesus and we're going to sing some carols also. Once upon a time, there was a young girl. Mary, who was engaged to a descendant of David. One day, an angel of the Lord, Gabriel was his name, appeared to Mary. He said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Mary was confused and disturbed. She tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, Gabriel said, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son. You will call his name Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord will give him the throne of his ancestors, David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary looked at Gabriel and asked, But how can this happen? I am a virgin. He told her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, 
and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. She never had a child, but now she is in her sixth month, for the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. Then Gabriel left. Everything 
Six months earlier in the hill country of Judea, Mary's cousin Elizabeth and her husband, a Jewish priest named Zechariah, had wanted a baby for a very long time, but Elizabeth was unable to have a baby, and now they were both very old. One day, Zechariah was serving God in the temple. He was chosen to burn incense in the inner sanctuary of the Lord. While he was in the sanctuary, an angel of the Lord appeared to him. Zechariah was shaken and overwhelmed with fear, but the angel said to him, Don't be afraid, Zechariah. God has heard your prayer. Your wife, Elizabeth, will give you a son, and you are to call him John. You will have great joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the eyes of the Lord. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before birth. He will prepare the way for the coming of the Lord. Zechariah questioned the angel, How can this happen? My wife and I are old. The angel said, I am Gabriel. I stand in the very presence of God. It is he who sent me to bring you the news. Since you did not believe what I said, you will be silent and unable to speak until the child is born. Back in Galilee, Mary decided to go to Judea and see Elizabeth, who was now six months pregnant. Mary entered Elizabeth and Zachariah's house, and she greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's voice, Elizabeth's child leapt within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? Sing with us. Joseph were, the Roman emperor had decreed that a census should be taken throughout the empire. 
all must return to their own ancestral town to register for the census. Since Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea. He traveled there with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in tight strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. Outside of Bethlehem that night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. But the angel assured them, Don't be afraid. I bring you good tidings that will be to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem the city of David. Suddenly the angel was joined with a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. When the angels returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. After hurrying to find Mary, Joseph, and Jesus... The shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. Then they went back to tending their flocks and praising God for all they had heard and seen. Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often.
Later, Jesus had some more visitors. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people, chief priests, and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet was written, has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star that they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they, the mother Mary, when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route.
And that, my friends, is the story of Jesus' birth, the night that he was born. It's just the beginning of the story. There's so much more. There's a whole lot that's written down in our Bible that tells about the life of Jesus. But the best part of it is, is this story goes on forever. If you know Jesus, if you know that he is the Son of God, and if you accept him as your Savior, your story and Jesus' story will go on together for eternity. If I don't get this high enough, you won't be able to hear. It might seem a little strange to come to a birthday party, or at least celebrate the birth of anybody. But to celebrate the birth of our Savior, we have to include his death. Might seem a little morbid, might seem a little odd to celebrate someone's death at their birthday party. And yet that's what we do. God knew that we were sinners. God knew that we would be lost forever without a Savior. And so he sent us his Son, that we might have eternal life. Remember what the angel said to the shepherds in the fields. Behold, I bring you good news of great tidings. A Savior is born. A Savior is born. So we can hardly even separate his birth from his death, because that's what he came for. In, in our devotions this morning, uh, Kathy and I read from uh, Jesus' Calling by, by Sarah Young. And for those of you who are familiar with that, you re- realize that Sarah writes from Jesus' voice. And so everything that we read is something that she interprets Jesus as saying. And I wanted to share a paragraph from this morning's devotion. Again, this is Jesus speaking. 
Not from the scripture, but from Sarah's mind. As you celebrate the wonder of my birth in Bethlehem, celebrate also your rebirth into eternal life. This everlasting gift was the sole purpose of my entering your sin-stained world. Receive my gift with awe and humility. Take time to explore the vast dimensions of my love. Allow thankfulness to flow freely from your heart in response to my glorious gift. Let my peace rule in your heart and be thankful. In keeping with COVID protocol, we have communion set up. There's a table over here, a table in the back, and a table over here. And and each one has a cup uh, with a little wafer on the top of the cup. So you have to peel back the the cellophane for the the wafer and then peel back the foil for the the grape juice. But also, we're in in keeping with not passing things out, uh, we have a candle back there for each one of you. So as you go back and partake of communion, please take a candle, candle and also take one of the little empty communion cups that we have stacked up back there because we would like you to snuff out your candle at the end of the service with the communion cup rather than blowing it, okay? Again, COVID-19. Um, and after that time, then, then four men will come up the aisles and light your candle, and you'll just pass it toward the center, if you would do that. Laura, have I forgotten anything? Is that, is that, is that everything? Okay. All right, would you bow, for, bow with me as we pray? Heavenly Father, we gather together in your name this evening to celebrate the birth of our Savior. It's such a special time for us, a time of quiet, a time of peace, and maybe, maybe later a time for family and for presence. But Father, the greatest gift of all we celebrate when we remember the birth of your Son and our Savior. And Father, just now, we come before you and we ask that you would bless these emblems which represent the spilled blood of our Savior, the the body that he gave for us, that we might have eternal life. We thank you for that incredible gift. And we pray all these things in his name. Amen.
extinguish your candles now. And we want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. And uh, may you be blessed tomorrow as you celebrate Jesus' birth. And uh, if you don't have a church home, we would love to invite you um, this coming Sunday also to come and worship with us at 1045. Merry Christmas, everyone. Thank you.